and Gwaltney. Gwaltney Group. Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning, Andy Brownell with News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Joined on this Saturday morning again by Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. Cold enough for you? Oh, it is. I don't know. I'm running around so fast. I don't even pay attention to how cold it is outside. Luckily, most of my work is just quickly from the warm car into the warm house and then back to the warm car. So not too terrible. I know, but still, I actually, you're right. I see people downtown, steel workers working outside all day long. Yeah, no and the, thanks. And the delivery people. I, I do know one thing we have found out. What's but that? even after this pandemic is done, we may keep a pile of these masks laying around. Isn't it awesome? <laughs> <laughs> I have said that since fall, that in the cold winter, these babies are going to come in handy. You don't feel like a dork running around with a face mask on. It's like you feel like this is the way I'm supposed to look, but it is nice. It's warm. Yeah, they work remarkably well for uh, this kind it. of weather. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> so even with 35, 40 below wind chills, you're still busy. It's, I can't even explain it. It is just crazy. Um, just to kind of give you an idea, recently um, I saw a class being offered at REMAX. There's always classes being offered for continuing education. The class title was How to Win in Multiple Offers. <laughs> Literally, they have to try now to like teach uh, secrets to success to win in this situation because there's such uh, an art to it. You know, and it's some of the things that you and I have talked about before that they talked about, but there were some new things that they talked about that I I had not seen before that they're doing apparently up in the Twin Cities market that I was like, wow. Yeah, just wow. So what, take, take the seller out to dinner? or? <laughs> um, yeah. Well, not quite that, but things like um, put in there that, you know, even if the house doesn't appraise at this $20,000 offer above that I've made you, I'll still just take it and pay the difference between the value and what I'm getting it for. Or, wow. um, yeah, and so we have this thing called um, coming soon. And I think I've spoke briefly about it. It's just a new thing. Not, I mean, not brand new, but relatively new um, option that we have on MLS. And let's say that you say to me, Robin, I'm going to be ready to put my house on the market, but probably I don't want to do that until the end of March. And I say, okay, that's fine. Let's get the pictures taken now. Let's get it out on the MLS under the coming soon category so people can start to drool over it okay like oh my gosh i want to get in that house because if they have from now until it's going to go live there are going to be a lot of people interested in getting in your house okay I bet, so then yeah. so then what happens is they start to make they have their agents rather start to make appointments now and then all of a sudden we can see all right we've already got you know we're not going live for six more weeks but we've already got 20 people in line to see your house you know that's kind of a far stretch usually it's more like three weeks out but you know just basically to put the feelers out let people know it exists and they can put their appointment on the books but the rules with coming soon is nobody can show that house early not even the listing agent so if i put it out there as coming soon 
and somebody calls me and says, oh my gosh, Robin, I've always loved that house. I want to get that house. I want to get in there before anybody else. Can you please get me in there? I have the absolute same playing field as any other realtor in the MLS. I have to look at the schedule and see what's available in the coming soon. And I have to um, show it at that time. Cannot get in there ahead of time. Okay. So up in the cities, people are, there's no rule about accepting offers during the coming soon stage. Okay. There's only offers about showing it. So people are making offers sight unseen to the coming soons to get their offer accepted and not have to wait or get into a bidding war. That's, well, I'm, to me, that's crazy. Okay. Isn't that just wild? So the seller then could be presented with a very lucrative offer before they're even selling the house. Before they're even on the market. They have signed a listing contract saying coming soon, meaning available for showings at a later date, but open to accept offers immediately. But that kind of puts them in a, a situation where I, I mean, the first thought that comes to my mind is, boy, they're offering this much now. What will these people offer after if I let it go to market? It's a really good point. And, you know, when I have this conversation with sellers, I tell them, now, the sky is not the limit. Maybe if you've got these people writing offers saying, I'll pay over and above the appraised value, I, I think that's crazy, okay? <laughs> but um, the, the appraised value, for the most part, is the limit. Because most people are getting a loan from a bank to right. buy a house. They're getting a mortgage. And the mortgage, the bank is not going to give that mortgage if the people are trying to borrow more than the house is worth. Otherwise, so, you got to come up with the cash, right? Well, even so, a lot of times they don't want to do it. You know, I mean, if you had the cash to cover the difference, sure. But let's face it, we're talking about a price range where a lot of times this is the first time home buyer. And a lot of these people are putting three and a half or five percent down, sometimes 10, you know, on occasion 20. But they're not going to have the money to do that typically and right. give cash for over and above the appraised value. Because then if I'm the lender, I'm going, well, why didn't you put that in the, the down payment? Yeah, yeah. Or just, you know, ugh, why do you want to put yourself in this situation? Yeah, because what you're betting is that the appraised value will catch up at some point. Yeah, and just keep going up, up, up. Yeah. And there's a chance it will. But the other part of that is how long are you going to be there to allow that to happen? Because with Rochester being Rochester, we have a lot of people coming and a lot of people going. So we sell a lot of houses after two, three, five, six, seven years. And sometimes those people are moving up into a bigger and more expensive house in Rochester. And sometimes they're moving on. Let me ask you this, the coming soon option. What information is made public when it's in that mode? Is it just a picture of the house? Um, all of the pictures. So we do, you know, the whole photo shoot with all of the inside and outside pictures and um, the information about the house. So basically the number of bedrooms, number of bathrooms, square feet, year built, all of that information is there. Okay. You just can't see it yourself. Correct. Correct. Okay, not for me. <laughs> Becoming kind of a gamble, I know, but this is the thing. 
desperate times call for desperate measures. So when people are running out of inventory, it's a, so that is happening in the cities. I don't know of that happening here in Rochester. Okay. I certainly haven't had anybody on my team putting in an offer on a house that their person hasn't seen and they haven't seen. Sometimes houses that our clients haven't seen only through, you know, virtually or through FaceTime or a Zoom call walking around the house, but never, ever a house that we haven't ourselves been in and seen. Because you you wouldn't be able to get an inspector in there either, I suppose. Right. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's... Uh, mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So interesting. That's living large, as they say. Yeah, and then some, sometime, in some situations, we were being told that um, people would bring in this crazy outrageous offer like okay i want that house really bad so i'm going to give you you know it's a three hundred thousand dollar house i'm going to give you 330 you know i'm going to go 10 percent over your asking price because i want it and i'm not and i'm going to make it contingent upon an inspection and i'll have that inspection done in the next you know whatever days or however then they have to change the status from coming soon to active and then the inspection gets done and then they say, "Oh, never mind. It wasn't worth thirty thousand. Over, we're walking away." Well, but that means it's on the market at that point, too. So then it would be on the market. So if you're not really ready for the showings and the offers, so it's it's just I don't know. It's I a lot think to it's think it's murky waters. It's kind of crazy. Do we so, do we see a lot of those coming soon here? Not yes, yes. We're seeing a lot of coming soon. As a matter of fact. This past week, um, I have one family that's coming in from Wisconsin, and they need to close the middle of April, and their biggest fear is that they're not going to find a house that they like in time that they can close by the middle of April. And I said, oh, no, every single day there's something new. You know, I mean, it'll be fine. We just have to move fast, jump on it. I'll have new listings that will fit your criteria. We will be fine, I promise. But it's it's pressure. And so this week there were three coming soons that um, I was able to just FaceTime with them for. And one of them that they really like. And so all offers are have to be submitted by five o'clock today so they're on their way here now so that they can look at it and then decide if they're going to submit an offer oh goodness <laughs> yeah it's it's it is i'm just telling you the stress level is a little crazy these days when we first started doing this program when they had that red hot spring market this yeah. is this is hotter than that this, this is, is a red hot winter market <laughs> Yeah, it is really. Yeah, it is crazy. Okay. Crazy, but fun. We have to take a really quick break. We'll come right back in a moment with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROCAM, and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROCAM, and 96.9 FM. Excuse me. I know you have a 9 o'clock, so I'll keep this short. With Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back, Andy Brownell, News Talk, 1340 KROC AM at 96.9 FM with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results. And um, you were telling me in the first segment that these are some of the things you're learning or learned through one of the continuing education programs that was on <laughs> well the, i didn't actually attend the class okay it's, it's what they were teaching at the class some of the people on my team went to the class oh great okay i mean i wasn't surprised to hear 
many of the tactics because mo most of them you know are well known but i was just mentioning that those were some of the things that i hadn't heard before the whole making an offer on a coming soon without anybody getting in to see it the realtor or the buyer and you know then making crazy <laughs> outlandish offers only to make it contingent upon an inspection and then walk away after they see the house so i don't know it's 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 but wild. in that case the the seller doesn't have to accept that right i mean they can just say no and then keep it as a yes coming of soon okay. of course they can absolutely right. they can so you know i think this brings me to the point where never before have i ever felt it's more important for a seller to have a pre-inspection because when we're getting these multiple offers somebody is coming in there and going to write an offer not contingent upon the inspection. I mean, it's one of the tactics to win, right? Wave your inspection. But when I hear those words, wave your inspection, I get the hair on the back of my neck stands up a little bit because there's so many things that could be going on in the house that you might not know about okay and so the one that really 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 haunts me is the whole carbon monoxide thing and you know people have been known to have a cracked uh, heat exchanger on their furnace not knowing that sure. and having carbon monoxide leaking into their house so i'm like okay we're starting to get a little reckless when just to win we'll say no inspection because that's what it takes to win because if we don't somebody else is going to and it's just like oh so i have learned to counsel my buyers to say listen i'm not 100 percent comfortable with you well, I'm not going to lie. I'm not 50% comfortable with you not doing an inspection. So maybe we could try to say we're going to do an inspection. It's not contingent upon the inspection. Meaning if we found anything big, bad, and ugly, we could say, all right, this is a problem that I'm willing to lose my earnest money over and walk away from this deal. And chances are it's not going to be there. But at least you have that peace of mind knowing that it's not, right? Because, you know, you've heard the case in Minnesota where that's exactly what happened is some buyers bought a house without a property inspection. There was carbon monoxide leaking in the house, unbeknownst to the seller, unbeknownst to the buyer, of course, without a property. This is years ago. I know exactly and which case you're yes, talking about. Yes, and and children died. I mean, this is this is no joke, okay? So sometimes there are issues in a house that the house might look great, but there could be an issue that we're not aware of. So I, I think it's important that for the seller and the buyer, to ha just know what what's what, right? It doesn't right. mean you have to fix every little nitpicky thing because you don't, especially when people are fighting for your house. Yeah, you're right. There's a broken doorknob on my back screen door. Deal with it, you know, or whatever. <laughs> but but you do know that there's no major, like, health-affecting issues, right. right? And so then you have a peace of mind as a seller to say, here's the inspection report. We had this done. You're welcome to this information. And then if you're comfortable with what's in there, then great you know then i think everybody wins and i'm all about the everybody winning and you're talking i mean we're talking about three four hundred thousand dollar deals here and these inspections are what three four hundred less five. yeah five hundred and less you know depending if you're getting tested for radon and of course they're based on square footage in the house so, okay but yeah, i mean i think a, it's a really good thing to do not a significant thing in the overall scheme of things the cost is what i'm saying correct correct wow yeah 
Because I've had sellers say to me, Robin, I'm not comfortable having somebody buy my house without an inspection. I want to make sure there's nothing wrong. Okay, great. So let's just do the inspection. You pay for it, have it done, provide it, and that way, if people want to fight over your house, that piece of the puzzle is taken care of, right? Yep, seems like a no-brainer to me. Mm-hmm. Just It's responsible, I think. Any other tips or things you hadn't heard of before to maneuver around in this um, kind of market? Well, not no, nothing that I hadn't heard heard before, but, you know, sometimes people believe in this escalation clause, right? Where they'll say, okay, you're asking 225 for your house. I'm going to come in at 230. I'm really willing to give you 240, but I only want to beat the best offer by $1,000. So if somebody else only came in at 235, you'd only have to go 236 to win. What I have seen is that when an agent has six or seven or 10 or 11 offers to go through, a lot of offer a lot of agents will say do not send me any escalation clauses just send your best and final offer because if you're willing to pay 240 then just put the 240 on paper take your chances so it's just different because of the because of the market yeah you have to be ready to do this if this is what you want to have happen the best the best advice that i can give any buyer that's buying in a multiple offer situation is make sure that you line yourself up with a very qualified agent who has experience in this and an agent who has relationships with other agents and has the tools it's going to take to get it done for you. When you were talking about these prices, I'm, I guess I'm going to be a little bit confused because of their if they're moving up that much above what the asking price is, are we not entering that territory of um, going way above the actual appraisal? Bill? Yeah. No, no, because a lot of times they're being priced right at that sweet spot, knowing that it's going to create a feeding okay. frenzy and multiple offers, okay? And that does weigh into the appraisal because it's tough argument for an appraiser when there's Oh, well, there wasn't just one person that was willing to go over the asking price. There were actually eight of them. You know, gotcha. so I guess it, the writing's on the wall. That's so why I'm going to want somebody like you on my side to. <laughs> well, thank you. Tell me where to hit the brakes or where not to hit the brakes. Yes, and not to and not to buy with your heart, but with your head. You know, we want to always make really responsible, well thought out, calculated decisions because you're doing more than just buying a house. You're making a huge investment. I always tell people one of the biggest investments you're ever going to make in your lifetime. So the truth is, we need to be really professional and serious and well calculated throughout this process. Very good. We're, we're talking with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results, and we'll be back in just a moment on News Talk 1340, KROCAM, and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROCAM, and 96.9 FM. Sarcoma. Odds are you've never heard that word before. Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. Andy Brownell along with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results here on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. It's a Saturday morning. We have to talk real estate, of course. But I saw for Valentine's Day you had something going at your Wabashaw office. What was that all about? 
Well, you know, we're pretty excited about that new office over in Wabasha and getting ourselves really um, engaged in the Wabasha community. So we're always trying to think of fun little things we can do. I mean, sure, I could spend marketing dollars putting an ad in the local paper, and not that I would never do that because I do sometimes. But there's other fun ways to market and get the community involved. Even though it was freezing cold on Friday, (laughs) we hired a local photographer who's pretty well known and she's um, very, very talented. And then we set up our community room with some Valentine Day, uh, like a big heart on a brick wall. And then there was another like chandelier over a couch. and, And we just invited people in the community to come in and either take pictures well, we had actually all kinds of things, grandmas with grandkids or um, kids for their parents, you know, grown adults together for their parents or a wife for her husband or couples. We just said, what well, does it matter? Just come in and get your pictures taken. And then um, our photographer also, you know, prints up the pictures. And so then last night we had fun after we got the pictures all printed out we got them all ready in packages with some chocolates and some other valentine things and put ribbons around them and now this afternoon um the people who came in for their photos will come in and pick up their little valentine gifts so it was a fun little community event yeah that's a a really neat idea yeah, I thought it would be fun, and it wasn't. You know, it's one of those things, we're just getting started over there, so we feel like um, when we do an event that does well, we'll just kind of make it an annual thing. You know, we wanted to do the Christmas tree stuff, but with COVID, we couldn't. We've got the Grumpy Old Men Festival coming up, but um, we're going to be limited, but we're going to do something. And then hopefully by Easter, we'll be able to sponsor an Easter egg hunt in the park. But again, just trying to, um, we've got six agents that work over in the Wabasha office, and it's kind of fun to get um, them more well-known and and introduced into the community. You're going to be known as Party Central down there pretty soon. Yeah, that's all good. I like that. It's kind of, <laughs> it kind of goes with us. I like it. Yeah, even this summer, I remember you had that, uh, yeah, the tied it in. Well, it wasn't this summer, it was this fall because we had almost a summer like fall. Yeah, but, it was fall, but we had really nice weather. Yeah. It was actually my birthday weekend, so it was the end of September. It was our grand opening. So, yeah. Music and nice. food and yeah, the whole world. Yep, it was and, all outside, and yeah, it was good. I'm really looking forward to this summer that they have said that come July, they have optimism that we'll be able to have. A downtown Thursdays. Yeah, that will be return. Really awesome. Well, you know, it seems so far away right now because the weather's so bad. But if you realize, you know, here we are, middle of February, right? March is right around the corner. It's right around the corner, <laughs> and we all know that means we're marching right out of the winter and into the spring. So, yeah, I'm excited. I can't imagine what the real estate market's going to be like, though, because if it, if it picks up in March the way it normally picks up in March, you're going to have to quit your job and come work with me. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> well, you, you're still going to have the residents coming. That's still on yes, the horizon. Yes, I suppose you're starting to hear from those folks now. Well, you know, to be honest, they would be sm- they would be smart to start thinking about it now because with the with the inventory shortage, although the good thing is, there are a lot of really nice rentals in Rochester now. That hasn't always been the case, but there's been some really nice ones that have gone up. So it's not like they're going to be in a, you know, backed into a corner. If they can't find something to buy when they get to town, they will be able to rent. And maybe they'll sign a six-month lease. Maybe they'll sign a one-year lease, but they'll still have time to buy something for the remainder of their residency. Yeah, there have been a lot of what they call what, quote-unquote, luxury apartments built. Yes, yep. 
There are. And, you know, we've talked about this before. And as a as a realtor, I'm like, ugh, pay that much for rent when you could probably pay that much or less for your mortgage. But sometimes renting works and it's it's the better option for people. So I am glad that our city does have some really nice options when that's necessary. But it's part of the, what do they call it, the churn in the marketplace, right? That Correct. you have. Correct. People who are in an apartment who wish to get into a home. You have people in a home who wish to move to a larger home or eventually to a smaller home. Or back to an apartment. (laughs) Or back to an apartment. (laughs) Yeah, it's the circle of life. (laughs) Got to keep it all moving because if it freezes up, that's where you get the problem, right? Right. No, that's just it. And so, you know, what we really want to see and will welcome is more developments and more new neighborhoods, more construction, because that just opens the floodgate so that the people who currently have homes but want a newer one or a bigger one or a smaller one, whatever the case may be, can then move into that you know, new place. And then we have, you know, we create inventory to sell. And that's what we need to keep it moving. And um, there are a lot of signs of that happening. A lot of new developments in the works. So the uh, future of real estate in Rochester and surrounding areas is super exciting. That's awesome. So if you're listening and you are thinking about selling your home, I think the message I've heard (laughs) is right now, is yeah. the time to Now's sell. the time. <laughs> so Make sure you have a place to go, though, or you uh, will be homeless. Well, that's how, why they need to talk to you, to have that plan laid help. out. Yeah, so how do I we get home? I can absolutely help. How do we get Call home? Call on my cell phone. My cell phone is always with me. That phone number is 507-259-4926. Well, okay, Robin. Next time we speak, I... I think it's going to be warmer. And as a woman, Andy, I just find it my responsibility to remind you that tomorrow is Valentine's Day. <laughs> it may be really, really cold, but it's still Valentine's Day. Yeah. All I've right. got it. It's there. Thanks, Robin. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Talk to you next week on News Talk 1340, Carol's the AM and 96.9 FM. Mayo Clinic Radio. Omaha.